Well, today we're going to begin a brand new series I'm calling Keeping It Real. Keeping It Real. I won't be presenting any fake news, and I will not be trying to be politically correct. I'm going to be keeping it real. Why am I doing that? Because the Bible says that the truth will set you Free, absolutely. Well, today's truth is this, and that is I want to talk to you about the fact that life is hard sometimes. How many know that? Life is hard sometimes. Now, now, now this is not a negative statement. It is a true one. See, I am neither an optimist nor a pessimist. I'm a realist ideal in reality. Now, let me ask you this. Did I say that life is always hard? No, absolutely not. But sometimes it is. Say sometimes. Sometimes. Well, let's read what the Apostle Paul had to say about this. We're going to read out of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8. And we're going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Paul writes and he says, We are pressed on every side by troubles. But we're not crushed. He said, We are perplexed. But he said, We're not driven to despair. He said, we are hunted down, but we're never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. He continues to write and say, yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this was for your benefit. Say, your benefit. All of this was for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. Verse 16, that is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and will not last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. Well, today I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. And the reality is life is hard sometimes. Yeah, see, the truth is the pressures of life come to all. How many understand that? The pressures of life come to all. Paul writes in verse number eight, he says, we are pressed on every side by troubles. The truth is being a Christian doesn't exempt us from trouble. I said, being a Christian does not exempt us from from trouble. Paul is writing to the church here. He's not writing to sinners. He's not writing to the world, but he's he's writing to, to, to the church. See, saints have as many troubles as sinners. The good news is we have Jesus to help us. 
Amen? Come on, help me out a little bit this morning. See, the truth is, being a Christian does not exempt us from troubles. Another truth is this, and that is we often exaggerate our troubles. Elijah did in 1 Kings chapter number 19. Oh, if you'll read about Elijah, you'll discover that he was God's lion-hearted prophet. You'll notice that he was God's man of faith and power for the hour. Until... Until Queen Jezebel started applying the pressure. And yes, the pressure was on for Elijah. But as a prophet, pressure came with the position. See, Elijah was no stranger to pressure. But in this particular instance, Elijah exaggerated his troubles. It was not that Queen Jezebel wasn't a problem for Elijah. She absolutely was. But he made the problem out to be much, much worse than it actually was. Have you ever known anyone to be guilty of this? Have you ever been guilty of this? Yeah, the truth is this morning, being a Christian does not exempt us from trouble. But all too often, we are guilty of exaggerating. Our troubles. Life is hard sometimes. The perplexities of life are often hard to deal with. Verse 8 says, We are often perplexed. Now, that word perplexed means to be completely baffled, it, it means to be puzzled. Here's the unvarnished truth this morning some things that happen to us will never make sense. I said, some things that happen to us will never make sense. How do you make sense of me praying and asking God for a grandson? And my daughter hearing God tell her that she's to have another baby. And so she obeys and she gets pregnant and it's a boy. My prayer is answered. My daughter is in obedience. And then she loses our baby. I'm just keeping it real today. How do you you make sense of that? You don't. You can't, so you trust. See, see, God never told us in his word to understand him, only to trust him. In fact, he told us you'll never be able to understand me. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 and 9, God says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, and my ways are far beyond anything you could ever imagine. And God says, for just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Life is hard sometimes. So we must not allow unanswered questions to shake our faith. Because the truth of the matter is life's not fair. Life's not fair. And the devil doesn't, he doesn't play fair. He lies and he cheats and he steals and he hits below the belt. 
John 10 and 10 says about the devil that he, that, that he steals and he kills and he destroys. And he does everything within his power to try and shake our faith. See, what Satan did to Job, he will try on us. See, see Job didn't deserve what happened to him. He didn't deserve what happened to him. Hear me this morning. Job, Job wasn't being punished for his sin. His righteousness was being tested. See, Job had a thousand unanswered questions, and he asked every one of them. But he did not allow these unanswered questions to shake his faith. Proverbs 24 and verse 10 says, if, you're, if you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. I, I'm just keeping it real today. No fake news here. Life is hard sometimes. The pressures of life come to all. The perplexities of life are often hard to deal with. And the poundings of life will beat us down sometimes. Have you ever felt like life was pounding on you? That life was just on top of you, just just pounding on you? Verse 9 of our text says, we get knocked down. Consider this this morning. It's often the diversity of the poundings and not the degree of them that knock us down. Verse 8 said, we are pressed on every side by trouble. See, sometimes trouble has a domino effect. Trouble began in a single area of our life, but, but, but then trickled down until it eventually had a negative effect on every single part of our life. Take for just an example. Think about financial trouble. Financial trouble. Oh, you're doing fine, but all of a sudden you begin to have financial trouble, and all of a sudden you cannot pay your bills. And this produces stress. And that stress begins to affect your marriage. Which increases stress. Which begins to affect your health. And on and on it can go. You see, it's often the diversity of the poundings and not the degree of them that beat us down. And the devil uses these poundings to try and get us to believe that God has forsaken us. Such was the case with with Job, his his own wife and his three best friends threw him under the bus. Satan used them to try and get him to believe that, that God no longer loved him and that God had forsaken him. And to keep it real, Job's circumstances and God's silence seemed to speak that. Because in the natural, he, he, he went from having everything, the richest man in the East, he went from having everything to having absolutely nothing. He went from riches and fame to rags and ridicule. Oh, hear me this morning, hear me. Listen, you've got to get this this morning. You've got to turn to your neighbors, you've got to get this. 
You gotta get this this morning. Our circumstances, our circumstances, our circumstances have nothing to do with God's faithfulness or our standing with him. Just because our circumstances aren't very favorable at the moment or just because God hasn't answered our prayer to our satisfaction, just because life is hard right now and we're facing bigger giants than we have ever faced before and more and more unanswered questions begin to pound in our head. These and countless other things I could mention, but they do not mean that God has forsaken us. Because God is not only God when we are on top of the mountain, but he's still God when the mountain is on top of us. When life was pounding and pounding and pounding and pounding on Job from every direction, yet he said, shall we accept good from God and blessings from God and then not accept adversity? And Job said, I came into life with nothing, and I'm going to leave this life with nothing. Job said, the Lord has given, and the Lord has now taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm just keeping it real today. Life is hard sometimes. The pressures of life come to all. The perplexities of life are often hard to deal with. The poundings of life will beat us down sometimes. Oh, aren't you glad you came to church today to hear this word of encouragement? Pastor, don't you have anything positive for us today? I do. I absolutely do. And it's this. Those who persevere will profit and become profitable. Those who persevere, those who keep going, those who keep the faith, those who persevere will profit and become profitable. Notice what verse 15 says. All of this, say all of this. All of this is for your Profit. Wait, what? Our profit? The trouble? The trial? The problem? All of it is for our profit? Well, Paul writes in Romans chapter 8 and verse number 28 that God uses everything that happens to us in life. He uses everything. He uses the good. He uses the bad. He uses the ugly. The problem is we're interested in our comfort while God is interested in our character. We're interested in how we feel while God is interested in developing our faith. We want life to be easy. We want it to begin with once upon a time and end with, and they lived happily ever after. And hear me this morning, life may indeed turn out this way, but hear me, a lot of stuff will probably happen in between. I'm just keeping it real this morning. The good news is those who persevere and will profit and become profitable. Verse 15 through 18 tells us so. And here's what the Bible says. Here's what the Bible says. Those who overcome the hard times will be refined. 
Now, to, ref- to refine something means to remove. It means to remove impurities. It means to remove unwanted elements from something. It also means to improve. Understand this this morning. We are saved by grace and grace alone. But even though we might be saved, there's a huge, hear me now, there's a huge difference in our position and our condition. I'm preaching a whole lot better than you're shouting this morning, amen? I said there's a huge difference in our position and our condition. See, after salvation, God begins a process called sanctification. Everybody's all about salvation and especially by grace. But God's not just about salvation. God is also about sanctification. And after salvation, God begins a process called sanctification. Don't hear much preached about that these days. But even though this word is not a very popular word, God is still using this. He still uses this process. And here's the hard truth this morning. When life gets hard, more often than not, it's a sign that God is at work. I said, when, when life gets hard, it's a, usually it's a pretty good sign that God is being busy. God is working in our life. The heavenly stonemason is busy chiseling away all of the imperfections in our life. Somebody said it like this. Somebody said, God will accept us just like we are. Aren't you glad for that this morning? God will accept us just as we are, but he loves us too much to leave us this way. The question is not, will we have hard times? The question is, when? Another question is, how will we react to hard times? Will we allow hard times to harden us? or soften us? Will we become bitter or will we become better? Yeah, those who persevere through hard times will profit and become profitable. They will be refined. The impurities in their life will be removed. The unwanted and unattractive elements in their life will be taken away. Their condition will begin to line up with their position. You're doing good, doing good. This process called sanctification is not just for our profit, but to make us profitable. Not just for our profit, but to make us profitable, make us usable. See, see, those who overcome the hard times will bring greater respect for God. Verse 15 through 18 tells us this. Verse 15 says God will receive more and more glory. See, here's what we need to understand. You can't have a testimony without a test. You cannot have a testimony without a test. And how we do on the test will determine the effectiveness of our testimony. I'll never forget being so excited that I had a grandson on the way, a grandson that I had prayed for and had faith for and dreamed about all the things that Papa and grandson can do. I'll never forget when 
Kristen Sean came into my office after Krista had gone to the doctor for a checkup and checkup about her pregnancy. The moment they walked into my office, I knew there was a problem. And I'll never forget when they had to tell me their baby my grandson they just found out had no heartbeat no heartbeat and after we cried and after we hugged I said to them well now we have to live out what we preach. Understand this this morning, how we do on our test will determine the effectiveness of our testimony. Job was tested perhaps like no other man, but oh, what a testimony. Did he make a hundred on his test? Absolutely not, but he passed. His faith was still intact when the test was over. People are watching us. People are watching us. How do they see us react when life gets hard? How do we deal with heartache? How do we deal with disappointment? When life's not fair. When we don't get what we want. Even when we don't get what we deserve. What kind of message are we sending those who are watching us? But not only are they watching us, but they are taking notes. The good news is those who overcome the hard times will be refined and those who overcome the hard times will bring greater respect for God. Matthew 5 and 16, Jesus said, let your light so shine before men. Why? So they may see your good works. Why? So they may glorify your Father in heaven. Are we bringing any glory to the Father? Are we pulling people closer to God or pushing them further away? How we react to the test of life will determine the effectiveness of our testimony. The takeaway for the message this morning is if when life gets hard, we have the promise of his presence. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5, God God said, I I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. When the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the fiery furnace, the king looked into the furnace and he said to those that were around him, did we not throw three men into the furnace? And they said, yes, there was Shadrach, there was Meshach, there was Abednego. The king said, but, but, 
But there's four men in the furnace. I can, one, two, three, four. And the form of the fourth man is as of the Son of God. When life gets hard, we have the promise of his presence. Father, thank you for your word today. God, I pray your word will do what it is intended to do today. Holy Spirit, I pray that will you, you will use this word. Touch the heart of the people today. 